Bernie Kosar Show with the top dog, Hanford Dixon. We are back in studio, a little more somber as we start to evaluate the Browns and, and Nick Chubb and all those things. But I've got my fellas with me today. Hanford, um, a nice bright red for you today. Interesting <laughs> choice. Where's that bark at? Huh? Yeah, where is it? Well, well, you know, I'm trying to get yeah, to yeah, it, yeah. but you know, I knew she was going to come and just jump all over me with me having this red on. I knew it was coming. But anyway, I'm still going to get my bark out. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, you take that. But you know what? I want to Does that tell thing you. have an off button? Well, no. I don't even start, Gab. But I want you guys to understand this. You know, I'm in one of my, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in a mood today. But, mm -hmm. I, you know, yesterday I was feeling pretty good because, guys, I, you know, whenever we play the Pittsburgh Steelers, it just automatically just go back to those games we used to have those knockdown fight games and and I was ready yesterday to play probably about uh, six plays. I wasn't gonna take it past six plays, but I was ready you guys to play six plays <laughs> if they needed me against those Pittsburgh Steelers. I know now. you were, Bernie. Were you jacked up? Well, I gotta say, I'm trying to decipher and feel through kind of what mood I'm in, and as I think about. This I think about how you how I do little things is how you do all things. I want to wake up and I have gratitude in me. Um, I wake up every day, thankfully, getting out of bed, and you, I have that ability to make a conscious decision about making a positive, happy difference in my life and other people's lives. And I'm so proud to have been doing that since in the last five years since I found this awesome recovery and this spiritual healing and stuff. And this morning, between the outcome of the game and the Nick Chubb thing, it was one of the, probably the first day, and not trying to be overdramatic, that I was challenged to get out of bed positively. That was that discouraging on so many different fronts last night's game. I think a lot of Cleveland feels that way this week, just kind of deflated. Yeah, but before I get into that, I want to tell you guys about this. This is when I first realized the Steelers-Browns rivalry was real. Let me tell you guys, my rookie season, I was over on the sideline. We was we were playing the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and we were in uh, uh, in the old stadium on the lake. And uh, you know, me being a rookie, I was just coming to the Browns, and and uh, Brian Sight was a quarterback then. That was my rookie season. I just remember the Browns losing into Oakland in a in a game. But where I'm headed with this. Uh, you're not, Brian, picking, you're not picking up my spirits no, by mentioning no, that Oakland no, game. No, Thankfully, no, everyone's younger than no, us. No, no. <laughs> Brian Sype ran over by the sideline. And I'm telling you guys this. Jack Lambert was linebacker with the Pittsburgh Steelers, and he hit Brian Sype so hard. And I'm over there, man. I'm just like a little rookie. And I'm saying to myself, wow, whoa. That's when I realized the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, whenever you those two teams – play each other it's a physical it's game. a physical game you mm. hit it right on the head mm -hmm. it really was and that's what we, obviously we're going to get into that a little bit but it was a physical game yesterday that's why we're going with the whole thing we better get close to break on that because <laughs> if i start rambling on that yep. i got goosebumps about what it takes to win in pittsburgh we'll be back right after this with a fan reaction <laughs> Welcome back to the Bernie Kosar Show with the top dog, Hanford Dixon. I'm Gabriella Cruz, and we're going to bring in our fan reaction today with JT Montrose of Montrose Auto Group. 
we like to hear from the fans. You know, this city is so football-driven, sports-driven, and especially emotional this week. So, JT, your initial thoughts from Monday Night Football. Well, Gabby, depressing, to say the least. Absolutely deflating. Welcome to group therapy here on yeah. the Bernie Kosar Show. Thank you for yeah. making it family-friendly, too, with your language. I'll tell you what. It's uh, it's tough being a Browns fan. You know, we're, we're, we've had this long history since they've come back, and... It's just, it, it feels like we've had so much momentum coming out of last week's game against the Bengals. You know, they came out at first play. It's like, what are we doing? It, you know, and then it just kind of crescendoed from there when Chubb went out and took the air out of the, you know, at least my lungs, you know, seeing our franchise yeah. guy, our our top dog in today's world with the Browns team. There's only one top dog. <laughs> I'm a little biased. Hey, 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 that's right. BK, that's right. Why tell you use that top dog? I know, I know, I know. I mean, it's hard. Week two has been a struggle for us in the last several years. And Bernie being the only quarterback since 93 to, to lead us with a yeah. 2-0 and season well, and beat the Steelers twice in a row. Um, at their place, so it's it's just it's tough to do. Well, nowadays. thank you for bringing a smile to my face <laughs> and swallowing up my cranium on such a sad day like that. Thank you. You hey, are the best. We gotta we gotta point out our history. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. we we don't know where we're going unless we know where we've been. And um, I don't know if you feel similarly, JT, but it's kind of like you, you mentioned the frustration. And the next yeah. thing would be, where do we go from here? Well, you know, in all sports, especially in football, it's not one guy. It's the collective. You know, they got to rally together. I've got faith in the front office. They've put a great team together. And one guy is never going to make or break. Yes, he was a very, very influential player and, and piece on the team. But it takes all 52 guys in that locker room. You guys know, wow. Bernie. JT, Hanford. that's amazing. It's like we did a, the production meeting together. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah. um, I have actually on my few notes yeah. that um, you saw Miles Garrett after the game saying just what you astutely said, JT. Yep, no, it, it, it's and, true. And I sadly am agreeing with you and absolutely would sadly add on that I would have been that guy like Miles saying that too. And at that age... On top of it, and, and when Miles did an awesome job last night saying that after the game, but you could see in his heart and you could see in his spirit how sad he was. And I'm, I don't want to say, I'm not sure he believed it, but how sad he was and you had to say it. And sometimes your words don't match up with what you really say. And I'm not proud of this, but I would have said it too. Mm -hmm. And I would convince myself to have believed it. And I'm not sure I'm right at doing that, but that is sadly the mindset that football teams and players and coaches don't have to have. And it's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. And to see, again, we, we talked in the first segment about how sad you know, a day it is today when you see the ramifications yeah. of something yeah. like that yeah. and what's genuinely happening. And as, again, wanting to be Mr. Positive, how we come out the other side trying to have that mindset given given that Nick Chubb is so foundationally part of our team. Well, well, I think it's just crucial from an organizational standpoint. They come out, you know they're going to make a move. They're going to get somebody, whether it's uh, Kareem Hunt, bring him back in because he already knows the system very well, or 
They go out onto the trade market and get somebody. They're floating around Cam Akers, you know, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, there, there's names out there. Kareem there's Hunt. Kareem yeah, Hunt. Kareem Hunt. That was the first guy I said. I mean, he's he's a plug and play guy. Yeah. You know, he's been with us for what was it, four years, three years? He was with us. Yeah, I want to say around four, but he's yeah, around four years from the area. You know, it, the front office comes out. They're going to make that splash move. They're going to reinstill some confidence back in the organization and the team. And the fan base, hey, we're always going to be there. Yeah, it's a little bit it, it, depressing, like I said at the start. But, hey, when when you're brown and orange through and through, you know, it, you always have that love. Mm-hmm. And, hey, I know come Sunday, the fans are going to rally. It's going to be a fun, fun uh, Sunday afternoon emotional for sure they're gonna rally for nick chubb absolutely will yeah we're we're gonna say that i know players organizationally we're gonna say that but when you're spiritually your soul Mm -hmm. has been impaled yep okay this wasn't a regular injury all Mm -hmm. injuries aren't created aren't aren't the same and the spirit of a young soul within this team leadership now so matters and how you lead and how you inspire people yeah. to believe it's imperatively important well let me say this i when i looked at this game i mean obviously i know i knew this was a dangerous game i mean I yeah really we talked did. about it last week neither yeah. one of us wanted yeah a- and uh but if you'd have told me i still would have said the pittsburgh still is not going to beat the cleveland browns because we're a better football team we have better athletes and especially after watching them play uh last week with what happened to them i just thought and felt that there was no way they were going to beat uh, our football team. Even if we lost one of our best players, talking about obviously Nick Chubb uh, going down. But, you know, whenever we go there, whenever we go there, we know anything could happen because they play us a lot harder than anyone else. JT, I want to say this to you, though, before we go. Tell us a little bit about Montrose Auto Group. Oh, well, I appreciate it, Top Dog. Um, Montrose Auto Group, founded back in uh, May of 83. Uh, we have a Ford store in Fairlawn. we got a Kia store out in the Sheffield Lake. We've got a Chevy GMC store in Ashtabula and a Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram store and Ashtabula as well. We've got a Jaguar Land Rover Volvo store right in uh, Parma Heights, and then a Buick, Nissan, and GMC store in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. All right, check we're, them out. Hey, we're loving that, and I'm Reggie Langhorn's marketing representative <laughs> for our car service, so we'll be talking, right? brother. Okay. Appreciate it. I have a quick question. Yeah. Did I, or tell me if I, if I was seeing things, in the Parma store, did I see a big dog... Uh, up on uh, your, your your billboard or something up there. Uh, yeah, we right on I uh, four eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah right we have one up. Yeah, you pass by there. He's got a big uh, uh, the new dog, the big dog they have on there. <laughs> yep. that was pretty cool. I All right, that. well, give yeah. us a nice woof woof to thank JP <laughs> for coming on. We appreciate your you honest matter, reaction. Yeah. Thanks, and guys. We'll we'll head to break. We'll be back with Angry Ken right after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bernie Kosar Show with the top dog, Hanford Dixon. We will be bringing on Angry Ken here shortly. But first, let's address Bernie, top dog, how do you win in Pittsburgh? This is something you did, and you did very efficiently. What's the key? You know, I've been asked that a lot in the the last few years in particular. Actually, probably this century, (laughs) since we've come back and stuff. And 
how how you do it and what you do. And top dog, I I've been trying to think through some of the things that that we should be doing differently here, and the spirit of kind of thinking about you know how we used to win in Pittsburgh, and the kind of the mindset that we had, and you know we're doing a um, a podcast, which be simulcast or whatever on TV, so we have to probably make this family friendly and stuff. So. Um, that's a brilliantly astute question, Gab, to be asking in that. And as again, I'm trying to sit here calmly today and talk mature and with a, uh, a mellow, consistent voice. But there was zero consistency back then. And the ability to um, selfishly, um, aggressively, almost like Adolf Hitler in uh, Germany, it's so bad analogy to use, but there was no sentimentality. There was no um, 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 opinions that were needed. The structure and discipline, it's why you could watch military movies and go to boot camp and see those massive drill sergeants and think that they're soft and think that there's nothing there. Um, I, I had a, uh, a flashback when I saw Nick Chubb last night uh, laying on the ground there. And I mean this because this is what taught me to win. This is what got me a super, uh, got me 40 years ago a national championship, um, teaching me my gratitude, my resiliency after getting cut, after going 2 0, which was so cool of you to talk about, being the only quarterback to um, be cut in first place, then go to Dallas and be able to have the resiliency to um, come back and get a Super Bowl there. Um, that type of obsessive, almost sickness um, of, of aggressiveness is something that um, you almost mandate across everybody. So like my old coach, when somebody got hurt like Nick Chubb did last night, I could see Coach Snellenberger, I love you so much, but I could see him yelling, Riverside, don't anybody touch that damn man. If he's going to die, let him let die let him down die. there. Let him die. Okay? Let him and die. And you kept practicing. You became so callous, so insensitive to anybody's feelings. Nothing mattered but the common goal. So in that last segment, when I'm calmly talking you know, about next man up and it's going to be okay. You really sickly believe that. And you would send another man up to be killed if that's what it took for you to win in Pittsburgh. So when you go into a place like that and you have sadly that kind of kill or be killed attitude and you want to go and you go after people like that and it's unacceptable, anything else. I mean, I remember some of my best friends in the world, Webster Slaughter, making amazing plays in, in Pittsburgh. Eric Metcalf and the things that he did. And here we go with um, Webster, his rookie year, top dog. Remember his yeah, first day of yeah, practice? Yeah. He sat in Ozzie yeah. Newsom's chair. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And those guys. Big they, mistake. Oh my God. Big and then mistake. As a rookie, and I, <laughs> Coach Stoneberger, Jimmy Johnson taught me that you have, you as the player, if you want to be the quarterback of my team, you have to challenge those players. Those players have to fear you like they fear us coaches. And fear, as sad as it is, is the great motivator in football when you go into other places like that. So for me to have to run Webster Slaughter till he uh, wants a puke, okay, to be throwing footballs at the back of his head. Eric Metcalf held off for three weeks. I love him so much. We had just traded Ernest Biner. I needed Eric Metcalf to be successful. And 
He holds out for three weeks. His first day at practice, I stuck a football from 20 yards right in his <laughs> ear hole. And the only thing I missed is I wanted to put in his temple. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I missed it. I was off by two inches. Because you don't do that. You show up. We go in as a team. We're always a team. And that kind of mindset um, is what it took to win. And it's actually why I'm in you know, that box that I had to get in to do that. Um, that kind of box isn't healthy for me to do now. So that's why I do my health and wellness box to try to calm down because you really only shorten my life. I shorten teammates' lives by (sighs) wanting to win that bad. I think Angry Ken's life feels like it's going to be shortened because of all the emotions involved of watching this team. Let's bring him in now and get his thoughts. He's angry today too, guys. (laughs) I have to warn you. All right. All right. You know what? It was a big win last week, but there's no wearing a victory chain today. And I'm going to tell you something. Bernie Hanford Gab, you're way too nice. You're kind. I'm speaking as a fan that's angry in Cleveland right now. Mika Fitzpatrick, you're the dirtiest player in the NFL. And you know what? You're going to get what's due to you. You're coming back into Cleveland? Pittsburgh fans, you're coming back into Cleveland? You want to talk about the emotion? We're ready for you. That's not these guys. They're, They're nice. They're kind. I'm speaking as angry Ken. That was a cheap shot. Nick Chubb was held up, and Mika went for his knees. I don't care what anybody tells me, that was a cheap shot. And Pittsburgh, you're going to pay. Angry Ken, what are your thoughts on Deshaun? We got to hear the the point hey, blank. I got to chime into that as to how you win in Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, I am not proud to agree with you. Okay, not from that part of what we should do when they come to, when Minka Fitzpatrick going to come to Pittsburgh or come to Cleveland. But unfortunately, top dog, that's how we played but, back then. Yeah. But that is what we but did. You, know what? you held somebody up. A, uh, so an offensive defensive lineman could kill me back then. They were cheap. I'm embarrassed to say this, but the way we got them back dirty was clean we have what? the lineman hold them up and. Bernie, that's why we that's why we loved you. You know what? When you saw that happening, we saw you screaming on the sideline. We saw you yelling at the receivers. And I'm sorry, Deshaun. I want to see you succeed, but I don't like seeing you with that guy next to you doing some hypnosis or zen or whatever that might be. You know what? I want you to get in the receivers' faces. And you know what, receivers? I want you to get in his face. I remember Bernie going back and forth. I love seeing that. We're that's why I'm angry. And Deshaun's running around like he's wild back there. It looks haphazard. It looks chaotic. Our offensive line doesn't know how to block. He got blindsided. Deshaun, man, I love you. I want to see you succeed. But something just isn't working, Hanford. Well, I agree. And he he, he had a terrible game. I mean, he can say what he wants to say. He had a terrible game. This guy, we're talking about our quarterback, had two personal fouls. Two personal fouls. I mean, he pushed an official. I mean, he should have been. He should have been thrown out. He should have been thrown out of the ball game. Thank goodness he wasn't, but he pushed an official. And, guys, you look at it, he lost two fumbles. Two fumbles he lost yesterday. And, obviously, he was sacked, I think, six times during the ball game. But, I do, guys, we can keep making all the excuses we want to make. Four turnovers. He's got four to, turnovers. He, he's got to get it together. And Bernie, I mean, you would never happen with you. Well, you know, you you talk about the the yelling or the the discipline of, of of wanting to get results that I try to get from my teammates or the guys around me and stuff. It ha- when you yell or when I was yelling then, and I know I'm on this show and at this stage of my life, I'm really trying to. 
um, be a healer in that part of it. But back then, when you're yelling and you're uh, um, firmly yelling, you have to really has to be genuine. And like it wasn't fabricated from me. It unfortunately just came out like that because I genuinely meant it. If it isn't in Deshaun's personality, and Gary Danielson used to coach me up on this about it's not in a lot of quarterbacks' personality today. They want to be buddies with you. Right. I mean, but I act like I was buddies back then. That's not how you win a Bernie, you are hard nosed. We love it. The producers tell me wrap up, but I'm not wrapping up. I got one more thing I want to say. You know what? And I know Bernie and Hanford, you guys all love Coach Stefanski. I'm happy to take him to dinner, but I'm an old guy. I can't waste any more time. We had eight days to prepare for this game, and what was our call? We have our second string, tight end, go out in the flat, open, nobody in the backfield. The defenders knew it was coming first play, wide throw, pickoff, seven. That's unexcusable to me. Unexcusable, especially when you got Nick Chubb, and 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 we, we, we wish him the best. Mika, cheap shot. But what do you guys think? Was that the right call to start out the All game? Right, so I obsess on the first play of the game. All the time when I play in big games and oh my God, on the road, is it imperatively more important? Top dog yeah. knew about it. And that is, okay, this is philosophically again, what I believe in. All the old school guys in Cleveland know what I used to love to do throw on second bomb. and short. And in big games on, on the road, throw bombs. Okay, when in doubt, throw bombs. <laughs> Okay, there's no doubt about that. And that's why I live with my receivers. Okay, you there's no question I concur with you on that. The creativity of trying to ease your way into it, I don't buy into it for that. And yes, I would love to talk with Dushan because it didn't and again I love my coaches. A lot of them are upstairs right now. Okay, so I'm not trying to talk smack with them. They had no say on what the first play was. Okay, I handled it. It was my game. Bernie, this and is that's what, I what and if Deshaun has that in him, um that's the type of leadership I think we're looking for right Bernie, now. Bernie, this is what I gotta say. This is why we love you. This is why Cleveland loves you. That first play was a bomb. I think I don't even remember what game it was. First play a bomb. Defensive back. Now Hanford, you gotta respect that. What did you come back? Second play? You threw another bomb. <laughs> no, yeah, hey, and then he threw a third bomb. If you suck, you still suck. I got that. You know what? I'm going to make sure you know it. Oh, I love that. And, I then, love yep, that. and that defensive and back is sitting there. I'm angry. Hanford, what are you wearing, man? I can't look at that anymore. That red it's thing. Christmas. I'm angry. It looks like we're going to be come home on, for Christmas. Be now. nice over there. Fair points by Angry Ken all around. We appreciate all your energy and honesty, really. So we'll be back right after this with our betting session. Welcome back to the Bernie Co-Star Show with the top dog, Hanford Dixon. And I don't know if anyone noticed today, but we did switch up our seats a little bit. And uh, I'm sitting next to the top dog just so I can annoy him a little extra today. Beat me to death. I mean, she's hit me four or five times It, it kind of she feels likes, like... She likes that Christmas ornament. You, you sure she didn't play football? <laughs> I mean, I think she played football. I feel like it's when the teacher tries to separate know, you and your best friend at school. And here, here we are picking on each other. I felt like I was at a tennis match. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great, guys. We've, we've already been through a lot with the Browns. We've had a lot of emotion in studio with our fan reaction and, of course, angry Ken. We're going to ask Ken to put on a little bit of a different hat here. We're going to talk about our, our bets 
Okay, so lead us, Ken, would you? Well, first of all, we got to say uh, things have calmed down since the last segment in here. We want to remind everybody that to catch When you take your clothes off, it gets calmer. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were going to go to blows in here. I mean, he was, he was angry. We want to remind everybody you can find all this frivolity on the Bally Sports Network. And if you want to listen, iHeartRadio, download the app on iHeart. Go to Big Play Radio Live as well as catching it on all the different social media. But we also got a shout-out to our sports betting partner, Tipico, one of the best sport, sports betting apps in Ohio. Bernie Kozar, Hanford Dixon, Tipico Ambassadors. You've had a great run with some of your predictions. I, I don't think you've been wrong yet. Hey, dude, you did that without a teleprompter. That was really good. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was actually good for the listeners He's and viewers. He's a pro now. He's a pro. Well, I'm jealous. Well, well. I'm jealous. All right, so let's get right to it. Enough syrup being poured on you guys. Let's see what you could do this week. The Tennessee... Tennessee Wait, comes. That in. last section was syrup. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was Dude, saying. I have the TV on. No, no, I'm saying syrupy from a standpoint oh. of. You, I said you guys have been doing great on picks. We're only two weeks okay. in. Let's see if you can oh, keep okay. it up, okay? okay? I can turn in a dime. <laughs> All right. Tennessee Titans come in. Cleveland Browns. It's going to be an emotional game after what we just lived through. The money line has the Tennessee Titans getting three and a half. Bernie, what do you say? I'm in Mr. Positivity land, and I so wish you didn't come to me straight out of that because <laughs> the Mike Vrabel, Walsh Jesuit um, graduate from 1993, where Frank Stams is a Ward 8 councilman, has me massively nervous um, with the type of defense he plays and the issues that we had offensively against the Steelers defense last week. Vrabel's defense... Um, has me concerned, and I'm going to try to do what Hanford did early in the yeah, week, yeah. defer because I'm I'm right. down right now and right. wanting to be a homer. Well, I'm going to take this one. I, I, I like this one, uh, especially after what happened in uh, Pittsburgh last week. Uh, I'm going to – I am going to say the Cleveland Browns going to bounce back, and uh, not only – they're going to win this football game, and uh, they're going to do it convincingly. All right, there you have it. I think the Browns are going to win, too. We'll see. Now, let's talk about the Browns over under 21 points. I don't know. It looks like, you know, you look at all the yardage we got yesterday. We should have had more points, I think. But Hanford, over under 21. Well, that's going to be interesting because, obviously, uh, Tennessee liked to run the football. And um, just because we lost Chubb, Jerome Ford came in, and I think he ran for 106 yards. Obviously, a lot of that came in one play, 61 yards. But uh, I, I, I'm going gonna, gonna to say over. I'm going to say over. Ernie, uh, over under 21. Again, I'm so high on Mike Vrabel and the stuff he does to contain and the scoring and some of the limitations that we're, we're struggling with. But as an old-school quarterback and Deshaun wanting to see him bounce back, I want to say the over. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's one of the great things about Tipico. Uh, you can bet all these different type of prop bets on Tipico. And check out the big play boost. By the way, that big play boost is getting some big wins. You go in, you place your bet, and then B- Tipico comes in and boosts it. So let's see if we can get that to happen, too, again this week. All right, now this is an interesting one. Derrick Henry scores a touchdown, and the uh, Cleveland Brown wide receiver scores a touchdown. What do you think, yes or no to that? Bernie. 
God, you're prop, you're propping me on, on yes. So it's on, a wide receiver for the Browns so and Derrick Henry I, touchdown. I, that's why I said the over on the 21 because I think that Deshaun and thrown to our receivers and stuff is a yes. And and I unfortunately love Derrick Henry too yeah. and the way they want to score in the in the red zone. So I'm a yes. I'm gonna go with the yes on that one too because anytime they're anywhere near near. The end zone. They're going to give it to that big horse talking about Derrick Henry. So, and I agree with you. I think Deshaun is under so much pressure. He's really going to, I, I hope he bounces back and, and, and throws a touchdown. So, I'm going to say yes to that. All right. I got to go a little bit off script here because when you think of Derrick Henry and you see that big ponytail hanging out there, is it wrong if he runs by you to grab that Hanford? <laughs> well, it was funny <laughs> yesterday. It's funny you mentioned that because I was watching. Was that the Brown? I don't know whether it was the Brown. I, I think it was. Is that Najee Harris has the Yeah, yeah. Najee. And uh, one of our players, the only thing that he could grab was his hair. And that's what he did. He just grabbed his hair to pull him down. But that is that thing has gotten ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I think. I mean, it's I, a, I think it's is just, it wrong to do that, Bernie? So the last segment, you guys are asking me, what do I do to win in Pittsburgh? <laughs> Hell yeah, I'd love to say, cut that off. What the hell used to do at the bottom of the pile? I left games where I had bite marks on Johnson after the pile. I'll tell you what. All's fair in the old days. Typical, if you could do it, that's a bat. There's somebody yank on Derrick Henry's ponytail. That is a bat. You know what I heard, though? And I don't know whether it's true or not, but I heard that those guys with those with the hair that long, it, it, they are, they won't cut it now because they're afraid that the strength, I mean, it gives them uh, yeah. a, a certain amount of Can you, can you imagine how... Do you remember our old coaches, though? Like, when we tried to do yeah. this, some of the guys back in the day wasn't yeah. as predominant. Our own coaches said, I hope they pull it off. I yeah. hope they yeah. tackle yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. let yeah. them tackle yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Because we aim for uh, it. Another I mean, weapon. if you had the yeah. stones weapon, to do yeah. that, you were getting, you were for sure getting Oh, you know what? I, I just made me think of a hilarious prank. Can you imagine if he just put a little ponytail yeah. on the back of the helmet, <laughs> somebody yanks it, and they yeah. pulled it right yeah. off? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, for sure, to somebody like that, like we'd be putting Ben Gay in the back of their helmet yeah, to burn yeah. the back yeah, of their yeah, helmet yeah, yeah, and yeah. just put a little bit there so it doesn't start burning them until they start sweating out on the field. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Typical. Let's see what we could do about pulling Derrick Henry's Kids, hair. Kids, don't do that. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> By the way. That was old school if, hazing. Yeah, yeah, got, we're only kidding. If you're wondering about how you get the Typical app, just go to the app, download Tipico. It's a simple sign-up. You put in some credentials, and just like that, you go ahead and make your bet. Last one we're going to go with, over under 41 points. Over under 41 points. Bernie. I'm an over guy just because I, I want really? offense. Was, I, was, was, last, but, year, but were, really, were last year, weren't you under? Were no, you I always, was, I was you, the over you guy You were always the over year. guy? Okay. But I, I would not do that one if I'm an over guy this week. The way we've been struggling on offense – and the way Mike Vrabel plays complimentary Belichick football, and they're going to want to run the ball to slow yeah. down that pass rush, yeah. play action pass, and because we're struggling a little bit in the passing game and we run it, that's a, that's a tough number this week. So if you're out there with your rent money, don't bank on that one with me. Yeah, I'm going to go under, too. Under, I, I, yeah, under, well, he's going over. Oh, no, I'm going under. I, 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 I just I don't like to go under because I, I like to tell the quarterbacks. I know, <laughs> but I, I see you, you hit it right on the head. The way these two football teams are, yeah. love to run the, run, the, run the football, I think it's going to go under. But you know what, though? So I go back to what Bernie was saying before. In fact, Coach Stefanski, we know you watch the show. We know you love big play. We want to see that first play. A bomb. Elijah Moore. Yeah. Huh? But, but part of it, too, though, is 
as a QB. I'm not calling it just the call to look cool. I really believe I it. I'm an old man who can't throw it that far, and I still believe I could do it. So that's that relationship is the cue that we got to get with our receivers that you and me love each other, and it don't matter. No disrespect that the head coach isn't going to come between yeah. us. Because we're the ones on the field. Hanford, does it when that happens? Does that set in, in in your mind, or you don't care? You're so tough. You just come back, do it again, do it again, do it again. You know who used to do that? Uh, whenever we played the uh, used to be the Oakland Raiders, now is the LA Raiders. Whenever we played the Raiders, that's what they would do to uh, the defensive backs. I mean, they will hit who you. Who was a quarterback? Uh, Plunkett. Plunkett, I think, was a quarterback. Yeah, Plunkett. They would hit you with a with a big bomb. And then as soon as you I come, lived, I learned from Al yeah, Davis because he tried to get me out yeah, of college. So I, yeah, I, that was bonds soon as away. You, hey, as soon as you come back and line up, get there's another another one. You. And, you're, and you're on that corner. I'll you're, be you're, telling you too. You're, you're hey, I'm throwing on air. You. I mean, you're trying yeah. to get air. All right, over I'm, yeah. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to say one last time. We love Tipico. Download the app, and we want to let everybody know this Sunday there's a big tailgate out at Burke Lakefront Airport. Tipico is going to be out there. Come there, have some fun, get some free food. Enjoy the game. Thanks, everybody. Back to you, Gab. All right. We'll take our break. We'll take our second-to-last break, and we're going to talk a little health and healing and wellness when we come back. Welcome back to the Bernie Kosar Show with the top dog, Hanford Dixon. We're going to talk a little bit more health and wellness. Obviously, we saw Nick Chubb take a devastating, wow. you know, mm. such a devastating injury wow. to not, and just like the nicest guy, the most respected, yeah. such a dominant player, not cocky. It's just, you know, we're still trying to make sense of it. But the reality is there's a whole recovery process ahead of him. And these are the type of injuries, as you both know, it doesn't just impact your season. Um, it's your career and then your post-playing career and the things that come with that and I know Bernie we've talked about your personal story and you want to do this the right way when you're recovering so there isn't this opiate addiction or, or recovering the wrong way I know it's been transformative for you life-changing transformative I mean last night to be at the Browns to not go to the Browns game and to be at a, a charity event for a great friend of mine who lost his son during this uh, to the opiate issue to be having over 109,000 people in our country um, die of overdose death this year. Um, to have um, a couple Thursdays ago to have National International Overdose Awareness Day. Um, uh, the month of September is Suicide Prevention Month. So um, guys like myself who have been uh, 40 surgeries that I've talked about so much, all the pills and medications they were taking, I wish now I broke my ankle on Monday Night Football back in 1991 and played the whole game on it. And the pills, the treatments left such a scar on me. And I thought of Nick Chubb last night. And I'm thinking of the recovery he's had and all these guys and the pain medications and how he's getting around it. And today, going to most any locker rooms, whether it's pros, college, and in high school, Adderalls, Vyvanse, kids are so yeah. medicated right now. So how, how do you stay out of that world? How do you get out of that space? It was a massive challenge for me. And I'm super proud to have figured out how to come out the other side and to now help younger guys. That's been my mission. You guys hear me on air and way off here always talking about it. So to kind of have that happen last night and to have plan on having Carrie here to, to that's helped me get through these type issues. 
Right, and that's why we bring in Carrie Ann. She's an integrative nutrition wellness coach, and she's going to talk a little bit about some of those holistic approaches to recovery. And this is just applies to anyone, you know, in your regular life, but especially maybe athletes like you, Bernie, who uh, post playing days, you want to do it right. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, first of all, when you have inflammation in your body, um, it takes away from healing. So the amount of time it takes you to heal uh, when you have inflammation everywhere. Um, it's it's almost impossible to get yourself healthy. So, well, like, how you were able to get me, and maybe you could explain a little bit, yeah. to how you transitioned me out of the opiates, out of the, um, the Adderalls, how you, the fresh food and kind of the lifestyle and supplements, because I was so involved with so many of the what I thought were good things, but the wrong supplements, the wrong pills. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to learn phrases now, like, and to be carrying a book with me instead right. of a football book to right. act like I prepared today, right. and then an enzyme cure book with me to learn yeah. about digestive enzymes, um, trace minerals, organic grasses, different types of fibers. I mean, you look totally different, too. Uh, if we look at some well, of the old and, pictures, and, you're and, looking good today. And, and what I was going to say, too, is because, uh, Carrie, a lot of people don't want to take all those pills. I mean, because obviously you, you, you get addicted to those things, and, and it there's something else, another way of treating this. I mean, that's what everyone want to hear about. Okay, yeah. Um, well, what Bernie's taking now is digestive enzymes, mm -hmm. which we mm -hmm. recommend taking with every meal because the foods that we eat now, they're so devoid of nutrients, our soil is depleted of nutrients. So by the time your food gets to your table, you're eating nutritionally deficient food. So these vitamins and nutrients that your body needs to rebuild your cells is depleted. And that's what you need to heal. And that's what you need to cut down and lower inflammation is all these vitamins and nutrients that your cells need to thrive. So that digestive enzyme that you have me taking daily in my, like, coffee and water, um, some of the give, – give a couple of the, the things that you have me taking that we're, we want to be giving to – we started giving these to patients and to customers and to really kids – if you're able to how teach people at, at a younger age some of the mistakes that I was able to make, that people were making, that kind of throw you down a pathway of, of really unhealthy living. And to, to again, see, it, just in our state of Ohio, we had over 100 people die in the state of overdose death again just this weekend. We what have month four, is it? Huh? What month is it? What's that? What's this and month? this month is Suicide Prevention Absolutely. Month, okay? Absolutely. And so many of our brothers have, have come through that. I had that challenge myself. I, I could have been that statistic or the over, overdose opiate statistics. So, you know, the, um, the mission and program that I'm on at CosarWellness.com and trying to finally have a, a products that we're able to give because, God, at last night's event to see mothers coming up to me that, Hey, we have these issues with their kids, and I just want to give what you're taking. And, you know, I've got, I was in that box earlier about what it takes to win in, in Pittsburgh. And that person, that, ang that angry, aggressive, non um, would kill or be killed attitude. And that person, and in that box, I got to check that in that mm -hmm. box. And I'm, I'm so thankful for Carrie for you coming up with a. Um, a lifestyle box that that keeps me in compartmentalized and being able to stay with anxiety without anxiety in a in a stability place where 
the con connectivity of my brain is kind of tied to it. And we've really found, thanks to my life coach, the connectivity between your stomach and your brain. So the ability for me to kind of slow down my TBI, it's, it's been amazing. So And other people can reap the benefits of the type of things that you are, right, with the CoStarWellness.com. Yeah, I mean, it's like, well, so one of the things, I've been so nervous to bring this out, not because I'm embarrassed to tell my story, but because so many people have this issue that they want to have the product and they want to know what I'm taking. And bluntly, I haven't been able to make enough. I mean, I have, again, I have a thousand units right now. I only have a thousand. So like the for people that want to get them now and for the, over the holidays, um, really I don't have enough you know so you know, what I have, a great gift too. you know it's yeah. a great gift yeah. but it's almost a responsibility of when we leave here trying to figure out how to really make more of them so that people that have this issue aren't losing their family members over the holidays well so, thank you for sharing you know the, your personal story and where people can find do some homework on this the daily wellness essentials on uh, costarwellness.com and thank you Carrie Ann for coming in and sharing some of your knowledge with us we are running out of time so we'll be right back with our two minute warning Welcome back to the Bernie Kosar Show with the top dog, Hanford Dixon. We've had a really full show today, including closing with our health and wellness. We thank Carrie Ann. We're going to kick it right back to her, our integrative nutrition wellness coach with us today, um, to give us in a quick nutshell what we're talking about. Hi, thank you, Gabby. Uh, you can check us out at kosarwellness.com. Uh, our basic message is food is your medicine. Uh, get back to eating real food. And our box, our subscription box, we only have a thousand of them right now. So if you're in the first thousand, uh, you can get our box for two nineteen instead of two forty nine, and it's all of your basics for uh, nutrition, enzymes, uh, probiotics, fiber. Uh, we have five items in the box, uh, minerals included, and a greens powder that you can put in a smoothie or you can put it in, in a glass of water. And, and drink top it. top cool. dog's not big on the greens, so that <laughs> no, is our no, no, overall no. mission to get in <laughs> those greens. <laughs> and <laughs> you they, all the guys out there that ask me what I'm taking, it's basically in the box. And it okay? tastes and really that's good. Really, so all my friends out there that annoy me with Texas and they want me to articulate out the half dozen things, it's in the box. Well, it's funny because he was Call it on CoStarWellness.com. He, he was reading my mind. I was just getting ready to talk about those great. <laughs> but I uh, I like the price. The price was supposed to be 240 something the 219 219 Oh, That's where we got it, That's where we got Bernie! Good show, but we got a we got a big game coming up this we week. We have to get back on track. Short week. We need a shorter week yeah. after this. Okay, you after games like that, you want to get back and play right away. All right, fellas, great show. Hanford, take us out with the woof woof. All right. God bless you, Catch matter. You next week.